Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tom Bernard Show with co-host Catherine Brandt, Alex Brandt Bernard Rasmussen, Mike Molina, and Andy Brandt Bernard. I was just saying uh, we have Kostaki coming up. Russell Shorto is going to be on later on today. Kristen Burt tomorrow. Poor Kostaki. Because his team got their ass handed to him. Oh, they should have won. <laughs> Kristen Burt, Jeff Belanger, who's on about Krampus Day tomorrow. Stephen Baldwin will join us tomorrow. Love talking to Stephen Baldwin and his brother Danny. The other two brothers you can have. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Kim Inslee will join us in studio on Wednesday. Looking forward to that, as a matter of fact. And a bunch more guests coming up this week. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard Show. The marketing dollars spent by Walzer Automotive on Tom Bernard Podcast. You hopefully know that Walzer sells cars. What you might not know is that they also have two full-service collision repair centers in the Twin Cities. They're fully certified by all insurance carriers and can help you navigate all the paperwork if you ever have an accident. But wait, there's more. They've also been in the paintless dent repair business for nearly 30 years and can take those pesky dings out for just a fraction of what traditional body work costs. Broken windshield? Walzer Collision is a fleet of full-service mobile glass repair trucks as well. Walzer are pros at body and glass repair, but don't take my word for it. They have an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau and a nearly perfect 4.8 Google rating. Check them out at walzercollision.com. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Hey, hey Ross. Yeah? I got a science question. Mm. If the Homo sapiens were, in fact, Homo sapiens... <laughs> Is that why they're extinct? Uh, Joey? Joey, homo sapiens are people. Hey, I'm not judging. (laughs) That is funny. Homo sapiens are... Can you make that joke anymore? Bet not. I don't know. It's pretty inoffensive. It really is inoffensive. I I don't think anyone's going to deny that gay people don't reproduce. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, geez, you can't. Just, everybody gets yeah. touchy about everything. It's, it's just like, not everybody. something that happens. I think we should have a new rule. Everybody shut up for a while. How about that? Mm, That'd be good. I don't not, know if that'll ever happen. No. Not going to happen? Certainly mm. not. When seeking a place to settle down, safety is usually at the top of the home seeker's priority list. Wallet Hub scored, uh, scoured more than 180 cities nationwide looking at natural disaster risks. Uh, natural disaster risk. What finan- the hell is wrong with you? Natural disaster <laughs> I don't know. You said national disaster risks. And you're risks. crabby. You're super crabby. Financial perils and the safety of homes and communities in general. Uh, the site used nearly... Well, you want to know why I'm crabby? I can tell you why I'm crabby. Oh, God. Well, because we live in one of the least safe cities in the country? No, because we've been with the same insurance company for 40 years, and now we finally filed a claim, and they're battling it. It's like, yeah, I'm really happy I gave you all that money for 40 years, okay? Isn't that like all insurance companies? Yeah, well, they better get their head out of their ass, I'll tell you that. It's a reality of the world. So you should be be mean to us. Not be mean to anybody. Because. (laughs) When seeking a place to settle down, safety is usually at the top of home seekers' priority list. Wallet Hub scoured more than 180 cities nationwide looking at natural disaster risks, financial perils, and the safety of homes and communities in general. The site used nearly three dozen key safety indicators in its analysis from different types of violent crime per capita and the risk of being slammed by an earthquake, hurricane, or other mother nature-driven calamity to economic influence such as poverty rate and identity theft complaints. If you're scoping out regions in general, the Northeast seems to be literally a literally safe bet. The Northeast is a safe bet? Uh, I mean, they don't really have too many natural disasters. Not natural disasters. No, no, crime isn't occasional bad hurricanes. unless you live in, like, certain neighborhoods. In New York, like, when Boston. I think, like, <laughs> let's go down the list. Well, it's like when I think, like, you know, Vermont or New Hampshire, I think yeah, inoffensive. That's very true. And there you go. Safest is in New Hampshire, so. The safest is Nashua, New Hampshire. Would you look at that? That doesn't surprise me in the least. Okay, here, the, the most safe cities? <clears throat> yes. Brownsville, Texas. That's safe because nobody wants to live there. <laughs> I don't even know where Brownsville is. I don't even know where most of these places are. Brownsville's right down in a border, kind of. Um, is there border? a population um, yeah. limit? Is there a population limit on the on the site? Safest cities. I mean, you can I live in a town so. of 50 people, and it's going to be safe. Yeah. Most yeah. of these places are pretty small. None of these places are, like, major cities, I would say. Well, that's how it Portland, is. Portland, Maine. Yeah, not a, yeah, they're not major cities. The bigger right. a city gets, the more dangerous it gets most of the time. Portland, Maine? Portland, Maine is number nine at 84. Plano, Texas was uh, 84.1. It was at 90, but then Dan Bubalo moved there. So then it's not safe. Oh, anymore. is that where he's? Well, he was in Plano, Texas. I don't know if he still Plano. is. Plano. Plano. Number seven is Lewiston, Maine, 84.4%. Fargo, North Dakota is at 853 Nice. Well, Gilbert, Arizona. Where's Gilbert? Gilbert uh, is near Chandler. Oh, and that's is. a farmy community. Well, farm, it was a farmy community. Gilbert, population of 237,000. Oh, no, so it's not farmy anymore. Not small. <laughs> it used to be. Not farmy. It's not small. But looking at a map of it, it is still, there are no, like, skyscrapers or anything like that. Yeah, it's like away that. from oh, yeah. downtown Phoenix. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's Columbia, Maryland is number four at 86.5%. Warwick, uh, Rhode Island, 87.2%. Isn't that where uh, Michael Bryant's from? I think so. I think he's from Warwick, isn't he? Or some, or sorry, somewhere close to it. See, he that had to, he had to leave to find things to fight for. Exactly. exactly. 
There's no, there's no crime here. I can't be an attorney here. I need to find people with injuries. <laughs> Number two, South Burlington, Vermont is 87.3%, and Nashua, New Hampshire is 87.4%. Total safety score out of 100. Now, the least you have on the next page, Andy? Mm-hmm. And very few of these are surprising. Not a surprise at all. The least safe city out of... Uh, so, so the higher the number, the less safe it is? The more safe it is. The higher, the more safe it is? Yes. So Because 100 well, is the safe. Keep in mind, this includes natural disasters. Oh, that's, so that's true. Hurricanes and that kind of so stuff. So crime plus natural disaster, and then this may, this city makes a lot of sense. I got bad news for JB. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. This isn't looking so good. No. Number one is Fort Lauderdale, Florida, but that's basically because of crime and uh, yeah. hurricanes. If you don't get shot, you're going to get blown out to sea. Exactly. Number two is St. <laughs> Louis, Missouri. Oh. I'm surprised, though. Fort Lauderdale over Miami? Because Miami's going to have the same risk of... Miami doesn't get hit by hurricanes as much as oh, the doesn't? Gulf side. Well, I don't know why. Huh. Well, the Gulf side is... Fort Lauderdale's not in the Gulf side either, though. Yeah. San Bernardino oh. is number three. So... Yeah, nice argument there, Catherine. <laughs> I you know, that Gulf city of Fort Lauderdale... I was thinking of Fort Myers. Fort Myers, you were thinking yeah. of. Yeah, so I don't know what the deal with that is. San Bernardino, Florida, 50.6. Oklahoma City, 55.1. Detroit's 56.3. Little Rock, Arkansas, 57.2. Orlando, Florida is the le- one of the least safe cities in America. Really? Tourists bring a lot of crime. They do, that's true. In terms of like crime per capita, the Vatican is one of the highest in the world because yep. tourists go there, commit a lot of crime, and raise the average. Why would why would a tourist go all the way to the Vatican to commit what, crimes? What kind of crime? I'm not understanding. What kind of crime? Mostly vandalism, theft, that kind yeah. of thing. It's yeah. got to be because yeah, the people are preying on the tourists. Well, no pickpockets. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah right. I mean, pickpockets yeah. prey on the tourists, but then yeah. tourists will vandalize because it's not theirs. They don't care. Really? Yeah. Shh, I always bring, you know, spray paint anytime I go out of the country. <laughs> I never. Paint. I never so commit I can, any crimes when I travel. So You're I welcome. Tag. Number man. eight is Chattanooga, Tennessee. Number nine is Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And Jackson, Mississippi is number ten. Yeah, none no, of these are really surprising. We're we're completely closed and out of there, right? We've closed all the properties. Yep. We're out of Mississippi. Puke hole of the universe. Anyway. <laughs> so well, I just like to point that out. M I S S I S S I P P I. Well, we tried to support going to the Mississippi. Mil- gonna have a good time. Oh, Radio Oz. We tried to uh, <laughs> we tried to support the military by building housing for them down in uh, Mississippi, and it turned out to be the biggest disaster in the world. Mm. Basically, all the money was stolen. Really good move. People will steal your money unless you... But those you... were Minnesotans oh, yeah. that moved down there, right? Yeah, those were Minnesotans <laughs> who had moved down there that yeah. stole all the money. That's really brilliant. There you really go, tourists. Guys. <laughs> yeah, tourists stole all the money. Uh, so where does Minneapolis-St. Paul rank? Uh, I wonder, here we go, city nearest to you. I'm going to... I'll go through this because I'm sure there's, there's a, a lot, lot of data to go there's through. There's a lot of crime in Minneapolis now. Here we go. But it goes uh, unreported. That's the problem. Minneapolis has a rank of 98? No way. 98? Is, is that good or bad? Well, they say total safety score out of 100, but then St. Paul has an 125, so that's... What? It's pretty good. More St. Than Paul 100. is 125? <laughs> More than 100%. That's not bad. Safest city in the world is 125. <laughs> okay, I see what's going on. What? Uh, that is their rank. 
So, St. Paul is the 128th safest city? Really? He, no, that's also not true. Or, no, it's probably the 128th most dangerous city. St. Paul is the 125th safest city because, oh, because they couldn't get a natural disaster risk rank, apparently, for it. Whatever works. I don't. This list seems a little strange because but, that it ranks Minneapolis as the 98th, so safer than St. Paul, which I do not agree with. I don't agree with that at all. That's not even close to tell you. Yeah, their home and community safety. Oh, well, their Minneapolis's home and community safety rank is pretty bad, but yeah. its financial safety rank is very high because we give them a lot of money. Okay, so they, oh, they said the least safe city in all of America, though, is Howard Lake Waverly. <laughs> so I heard. I'm just reading what it says here. Yeah, yeah. This is the Lammer clan. I'm always ducking for cover. You don't have a whole lot of crime, I wouldn't imagine, in Howard Lake Waverly, do you? Well, you know, gosh, what was it? Wasn't DUI, there a that's about murder it. case up there last year? Really? That guy went missing, and they found his remains in Hutchinson. Mm. Yeah. I, you know, I... I yeah, it's growing. The towns are growing. There's no doubt about that. Oh, they that. are. Yeah. Indeed, they are. Horrific tales are being shared by North Korean defectors who fled their homes near the Pungai Ri. Is that how you say that, Andy? Pungai Ri, I would Pungyei-ri. guess. Pungai Ri. Korean's a difficult language. Nuclear testing site with stories of sickened residents and wildlife and even a deformed baby born without genitals and murdered soon after birth. Oh, so they just what? killed them. That's a fun life. Li Zhonghua, who got out in 2010 from her home in the Kilju County. The nice Kil- name for a town. The Kilju County. No, no Kilju. Kil- what? The name of the town is Kilju. The county is no. Kilju. That's really nice. Really. Let's move over. So, Mutl, let's move to Korea. Yeah, let's not. Well, for some reason, Korean, the, uh, the phoneme Jew is very, very common. Oh, is it? It's everywhere. I don't know why. It must mean something. Kilju County tells NBC News that residents started talking of a ghost disease after people started perishing, and they're trying it. Uh, they're tying it all back to one of the regime's nuclear tests. We thought we were dying because we were poor and we ate badly. Now we know it was the radiation. A World Health Organization fact sheet expa- explains the havoc based on exposure levels that radiation can wreak ba- on the body causing such maladies as burns, hair loss, and skin conditions, with cancer also a possibility years after exposure. A Korean Institute of Nuclear Safety rep tells NBC it's assumed that locals are being heavily exposed to radiation, but tests on Lee, one of the 30 defectors being examined, have turned up no evidence of radiation contamination. Mm. And a Seoul National University professor says that even though he believes that there is likely merit to the defectors' claims, Scientists have a total lack of data to back them up. Well, the only way they would uh, test positive for radiation contamination would be if they ate something or breathed something in that was radioactive. So, like, if their food or, you know, there was dust in the air that was radioactive. But, like, if they were just getting bombarded with radiation, as soon as they left that area, there would be no more radiation to test for. Yeah, well, that's true. So if they were living, it's entirely possible that there's, like, you know, some uranium underground or something that was uh, irradiating them. But once you move, that goes away. Yeah. Oh, they found that three-year-old's body, huh? Story number two there. 
Oh, is that the uh, yeah, the live-in boyfriend the, again? Uh, the go outside because you want to eat your peas or whatever? No, I think it's a different one. Oh, that was a different one, yeah. Tragic news in the case of Mariah Woods, a three-year-old girl whose mother says she disappeared from her North Carolina home Sunday night. Yeah, isn't that the same thing? Uh, no. Well, Police have recovered the toddler's body in a creek, reports the uh, AP, barely a day after they arrested the mother's live-in boyfriend, Earl Kimry, 32, was taken into custody Friday on charges, including concealing a death and obstructing justice. He is in jail with bail set at $1 million, and police say more charges are possible. Arrest warrants say that Kimry, knowing Mariah died of non-natural causes, moved her body. It was too late to save Mariah the moment uh, the 911 call came in, an FBI agent said. The AP notes that police are being tight-lipped in the case. The arrest warrants are public record, and the record speaks for themselves. Uh, we will not dis- discuss any details related to the homicide investigation. Kimry has an arrest record going back to 2005 mm-hmm. for Great. crimes including assault and larceny. Great boyfriend choices there. Yeah, yeah. Other, yeah, but he could probably get good weed. I'm sure Seriously, he could. Seriously, why do these God. women hook up with these horrible no losers over and over because again? What are you looking at? <laughs> Because daddy was a horrible loser, and they're just repeating the cycle. Andy just called Don a horrible loser. (laughs) Wow, wow. You're being very odd today. You are being very odd. Hey, you big baby. (laughs) Mariah's mother told police that she uh, last saw the little girl when she put her to bed on Sunday night. An Amber Alert was issued after Mariah was reportedly missing early Monday. Authorities later determined a girl seen in surveillance images from a Walmart that morning was not the missing toddler. Yeah, they found her buried in the, the mud in the creek. Well, so they, do they think he murdered her oh, or yeah. just yeah. No, he murdered her? sounds like it. He mm. killed her. He's done. He's got a million-dollar bail oh, or well, bond. three-year-old kid. I just, what is wrong with people? If you've got such anger problems that you have to beat the crap out of a I little know. kid, you really need to go get help. I what think in this case, guy? it's entirely possible that they were just, like, you know, so strung out, the kid, you know, Fell yep. uh, fell into a lake yep. or something, and then they panicked and tried to hide her death. Now, is it just me, or it, it, it tends to be that these people that commit these horrific crimes never do a whole hell of a lot of time either? Not for killing kids. That's, that's true. Just, that's You're right. Talking about the most vulnerable human I know. beings on the exactly. planet. Exactly. They should You're get right. more time. Oh. All right, Timmy. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Have a good week. We'll talk to you Thursday. Always a pleasure. All Thanks, right. Timmy. Bye bye. Tim Lammers, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back. Kostaki up next, Tom Bernard Show. My pillow is the holiday gift that keeps on giving. Long after the bath and body soaps have washed down the drain and the new treadmill has been turned into a clothes rack, your My Pillow gift will be guaranteeing your friends and family a great night's sleep. Buy one My Pillow and get one free online with my code KQRS or call my special offer number at 800 694 2056. Buy one, get one at MyPillow.com, keyword KQRS, or call 800-694-2056. When you care about your job, you care about the job you do. At Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning, they hire the best people, treat them right, and they treat you right when you call to schedule an appointment. Bryant Furnaces and Air Conditioners and the Sabre Blue Maintenance Plan are as good as it gets. This is Tom Bernard for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Visit SabreHeating.com for special savings on air conditioners. Plus, get more information on their Sabre Blue Maintenance Plan. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. I once had a girl, oh, 
should I say she wants at me? Love the fact that he burns her groom to the ground. <laughs> nice guy. Why are you playing that today? No, uh, yesterday marks 52 years since Rubber Soul was released. 52 years. 52 years. 52 years ago. That's too Good many year. years. I don't like that. Good year. God, what a great, great album. Yeah. Rubber Soul and Revolver. Oh. Back to back, right? You yep. wanted uh, requests? Oh, yeah. We've got Marshmallow the- World. Oh, marshmallow it's a marshmallow world. world in the winter. Or whatever. Blue Christmas, the Elvis version. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, I wish it couldn't be Christmas every day. Roy Wood. Roy Woods, I like that. Another marshmallow world. Uh, Christmas shoes. No, 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 no. Oh, my God, Melina. <laughs> On the way back home from Duluth yesterday, we were listening to Christmas music, mm-hmm. and they played Christmas Shoes. Oh, no. oh God, is that song I changed depressing. the channel immediately. Yep. Honestly, I, because it's exactly what Toots went through. It's identical, and sounds like your mother, too, Melina. Yeah. Didn't have enough dough to put Christmas on, but did it anyway. The Hippopotamus song. I really? want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Joan Jett, you get little it. drummer boy. You sang it wrong. What? Christmas. Yeah. Oh yeah. They come. Oh, they do. They do. They go. Christmas. Oh yeah. No. They do. They do. Only hippopotamus will do. They well, do. It yeah. sounds like it, it's it's sped up. I'm pretty sure it is. So oh, that warble yeah. would have become sped up too and get all gross. Yeah, that makes sense. It has. You have to play that. Whatever of London. Yeah, what was that Irish or English band? British. Like? Oh, the, yeah. Um, the Something of London. Whatever no, of London. song from America or whatever? Yeah. Was, what are you guys oh, talking about? You guys about? are talking about something different than no, that. No, there's a song you wanted to hear last year that I played. Yeah, that this, was... it's The Something of London. Okay. Uh, you know Fairy Tale of New York. There you go. London, <laughs> <laughs> New York. Yeah, I thought that's yeah, what you meant, stuff. but... <laughs> Actually, I think uh, my, my, favorite song. my favorite song ever, and it's, I've never seen it included on a Greatest Hits Christmas album. Uh, I don't know why it is, because it's just uh, it's one of the great songs of all time. Christmas is for white people, which is just fantastic. <laughs> you know, what are you talking about? That'll be another thing. That's, that's, that'll be next. That, that Christmas next. is... That's that, old. No, I just mean that Christmas will be racist somehow. They've been saying that for a while. Oh, they have? That Christmas is racist? Well, yeah, of course. How is Christmas racist? Because it's, like you said, it's primarily white, and anything primarily white is bad. And St. Nicholas was white? Yes, I suppose he was. I don't know. I don't have any idea. Well, it all came from Scandinavia, so... Oh, well, it didn't come from Scandinavia. It came from Holland. Yeah, I think St. Nick was Dutch. Old St. Nick? Let's see. He was... No, he was Greek. Oh, no. What? St. Nicholas was Greek? Nicholas of Myra. That can't be right. He's not even Catholic. That's how the whole thing started? (laughs) He was Catholic, though. He was a bishop. Oh, he was Catholic? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. See, we got it all figured out long before you idiots. In modern-day Turkey. Turkey? I don't know how the hell it got all the way up to uh, Holland, but it did. So no wonder they can't say St. Nicholas, they say Santa Claus, because they don't know how to talk. Another thing we can thank Kostaki for when we talk Way to go, Kostaki. Oh, yeah, I'm going to bring that up to him as soon as he pops on. That and Jarek McKinnon didn't do in the uh, Dirty Bird. He did the Dirty Bird. Oh, God, yeah, he's going to love that one. And I know he's holding back on calling it. 
125. Right, hungover. Probably that's right. I drowned my sorrows. Police say a man driving down a New York City street struck at least four people, reports the AP, killing one and critically injuring three. Police say the driver targeted victims in Queens and fled up to striking them around 4.45 in the morning on Sunday. Witnesses tell CBS New York that one man was beating another as a crowd yelled at him to stop. A car reportedly white then sped down the sidewalk and plowed into the group. Like a car reportedly. That helps. Look for a white car. Yeah, well, if you if you can only find a white yeah. car, we'll be good to go. <laughs> In New York City. Yeah, why even? Police are searching for the driver. The injured people were taken to an area hospital. Police still were sorting out the details, but said there was a dispute before the man drove into the people. They say the crash was not believed to be terrorism related. Well, that's what well, they said the last time. Yeah, but you know what? It, it, that is terrorism because he plowed plowed him down on purpose. So I guess that's going to be the new thing, huh? Is driving yeah, into it crowds. It seems to be going on all I the guess time. So. Is St. Nicholas ready to go? Mm-hmm. Kostaki. <laughs> I'm sorry, Kostaki. Did you know, Kostaki, <laughs> that St. Nicholas was Greek? Of course. I didn't know that. Everything's Greek. Oh, yeah, no, okay. Like there we go. Losing football teams? You mean Did like you that? know I was born on Christmas Day? As long as we're kicking the football. Oh, you were born on Christmas Day? That's true. You know, Jesus complained to me about that once. <laughs> he said, I had this great birthday, and then Kostaki was born. <laughs> Ruined everything. It was terrible. They brought me home in a stocking, which my mother still has and puts it on the mantle oh, every year. Oh, it's very sweet. True. Okay. Got to ruin everything just like Ben McAdoo. Way to go. <laughs> Way to go, my friend. So, what is it just a coincidence that this is the day you want to talk to me early? You want to stick no. the knife in sooner than yes. usual? Yes, that's exactly the what our plan was. The shame as long as possible. I told you I wanted you on earlier because we always run over when you're on. I bow to my, my city bows to your city as the better football city. Thank you, at last. Nice try. Temporarily, just for now. <laughs> nice try. All I, I have to ask saying. a genuine question, though. Is there buzz in Minneapolis about a home game throughout, including the Super Bowl yet? They are There's talking buzz. about it. I love it. I, I know, because it's going to be a disaster if they keep buzzing about it. <laughs> it's never, ever happened. Never. Never. It's been in the same state. San Francisco played in Palo Alto, which is oh, okay. not that far away. Right, right. But it's not their home stadium. Okay. It's never been in their home stadium. Do you know all this stuff because it's happening. The buzz is happening. Oh, right. God, don't even bring Quiet it up. on the buzz, okay? Just, that was a good win. So, genuine congrats. That was, uh, I was... I don't. I live in New York, so I only had the game on Red Zone, and uh, oh, yeah. it was never on Red Zone. <laughs> no one was, was in no the scoring. Red Zone in this game. Yeah, that's true. There was no scoring in the entire <laughs> game. Twenty-three to total much. points. Now, it. Uh, I tell you, no one saw this coming because the third-string quarterback is Case Keenum. Right. And I'll illustrate to you how uh, off the radar this team was because yesterday when I talked to someone. They said, God, can you believe what a great game Casey Kasem had? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Casey Kasem. That's what I think every time I hear his name. He's counting down through his progression. (laughs) Exactly. Here's what we're going to do. You're going to head down the left sideline, and then the other guy will run a post route. (laughs) I'll hit him with a long bomb. (laughs) That's nice. Casey Kasem. Doesn't it? Oh, goodness. Viking quarterback Casey Kasem. Uh, yes, uh, absolutely. 
I used to listen on a little crummy radio, and it had a little crummy tape recorder next to the radio. It wasn't the same device. And I would listen to the Top 40 because he would sort of set up the song. You knew what it was going to be, so I was ready to hit record. Absolutely. Yeah, that's how you made a mixtape. Right? That's it. Oh, I'm telling you, flat out, Casey, Casey, I I actually, in a way, got very either unlucky or lucky, one way or the other. When Casey left American Top 40, we were down to two guys to replace him. Me and Shadow Stevens. Oh, wow. I remember Shadow Stevens. And Shadow Stevens got the job, and I didn't. But then American Top 40 tanked. So, (laughs) And it wasn't Shadow Stevens' fault. It just, with Casey gone, everybody just didn't want to listen anymore. We're up to our long-distance dedication. And this one is about kids and pets and a situation that we can all understand, whether we have kids or pets or neither. It's from a man in Cincinnati, Ohio. And here's what he writes. Dear Casey, this may seem to be a strange dedication request, but I'm quite sincere, and it'll mean a lot if you play it. Recently, there was a death in our family. He was a little dog named Snuggles, but he was most certainly a part of... Let's go start again. From coming out of the record. Play the record, okay? Please. See, when you come out of those up-tempo goddamn numbers, man, it's impossible to make those transitions. And then you got to go into somebody dying. You know, they do this to me all the time. I don't know what the hell they do it for, but goddamn it, if we can't come out of a slow record, I don't understand it. Is Don on the phone? Okay, I want a goddamn concerted effort to come out of a record that isn't a fucking up-tempo record every time I do a goddamn death dedication. Now, make it, and I also want to know what happened to the pictures I was supposed to see this week. This a god last goddamn time. I want somebody to use his fucking brain to not come out of a goddamn record that is uh, that, that's up tempo. And I got to talk about a fucking dog dying. That sounds like me every I was morning. Say, yeah. 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 Is this great. like a radio guy uh, thing? Yes, that's just how it you is. react to yes. things. That's great. that's great. These are those people, right? I, love it. I mean, I can't imagine like you know you come out of. Something. It's a marshmallow world. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) They're playing uh, "Walk Like an Egyptian" in the background, and you're talking about someone's dog who just died. Snuggles is dead. Snuggles is dead. (laughs) Doesn't make you look good. No. That's hilarious. Going to the Super Bowl anyway. Come on, how many of those tapes? exist in the universe that we've not heard, right? Yeah, yeah. there have to be hundreds of them. When when Berman retired, there was like a little clip that went around that had him snapping. (laughs) It's really funny. You can do that to me every morning. I think we've we've had we've had one of those on this show. What of me snapping? I forget what you it was, daily. but you said that we were just like in, something went wrong, and then you said like you know we're just not going to do the episode. And oh then yeah, you, didn't he just leave? Yeah. Well, that then, was like every other day at the beginning. Oh yeah, it was tantruming. It was. We're not doing this anymore. God damn it! It was near the beginning. I remember. I was like, so should we just like, you know dump this? And Tony said, no, let's uh, let's air it. It's funny. And I was like, okay. Well, usually we turn off the mics when you have your freakouts. <laughs> don't have any freakouts. Okay. What are you talking about? Yeah. Well, okay. yeah, you've, you've been better lately. This was, yeah, it was, in the very beginning, you were a disaster. It has to have been in the first maybe you two were. months. This the, is enjoyable. Thanks for having me on. This is really great, isn't it? There's a lot of things. Let's a lot of things. Oh, sound. the Casey Kasem tape just brought it all That's rolling great. back. Well, the beginning of anything is hard because you're not good at yeah. it yet. All well, no, parts. we had no idea what we were doing. Right. and no. time. 
John kept on saying, how do you not know how to do this? It's like, because we've never done this before. We've been doing it for 30 years. I don't know. A lot of weird things did go wrong, though. It's like, like we had an interview with uh, Paul Mercurio in the beginning, and then we played it back, and Paul was just completely inaudible. In the, yeah, like for exactly. some reason the audio just didn't pick him up and we lost the entire thing yeah. and no, we had no, no idea why Yeah, and that hasn't happened since but that's just the kind of thing that's just the, the curse of a new show Tom's okay. trying to figure out how to spin this I no, can see, I'm not gonna I can see it. it look the only really bad one on this show was when I did kind of lose it and I said kind of. who the hell's idea was it to get a goddamn Greek to talk about football <laughs> <laughs> We're not doing this segment. <laughs> We're not doing that segment. <laughs> Congrats, Purple. It was a big win. Uh, it was a big win. We're... I saw Jared McKinnon scored on the Falcons and then celebrated with the Dirty Bird dance. He did. Yep. And that's okay. The Falcons trolled the Vikings back later by missing a late field goal. <laughs> oh, that is cool. First one of the I year, think... right? I think, what's that? It was the first one of the year from 40 to 49 yards. Is that right? First yeah. one for him? Yeah, yeah. he's a good kicker. A I think missing kicker. a field goal wide left should forever be known as a Viking funeral, right? That's, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No question. They tried to implode the Silver Dome near Detroit oh, and God. failed. Oh, God. It, how do you blow up blowing something up? <laughs> how is that even possible? Blew, yeah, I saw that story. They blew blowing something up. They blew blowing something up. <laughs> Only in Detroit. you got to get some Atlanta-based demolition experts. We do implosions right. We know you how to do it. You know what they should have done is just getting some of the town folk over there where they would have burned it to the ground yeah. anyway. <laughs> they would have torched it for free. That's <laughs> funny. I was thinking, it's Detroit. What, what's, the, what's the problem with having mm-hmm. an old, broken, unused building laying around? <laughs> exactly. If I was a construction right company that built that place, I'd be advertising the hell out of that. <laughs> See, you yeah, can't right. even blow it up. Yeah, you, you can't, can't even, even blow tear up our down. buildings. Yeah. Why didn't it blow up? Because <laughs> the demolition company didn't do their job correctly. <laughs> what a shock. You have to know. I mean... <laughs> You can't, nothing is explosion-proof if you do it right, so they just didn't do it right. God. I guess it's fair to err on the underside of whatever the need is on the yeah, explosion. Yeah, wiring issue, let's see here. You know, you know what's amazing about it? Andy uh, just showed me a picture of Pontiac Stadium, and all there is is smoke, and the building's just standing yeah. there. Yeah, it's fine. 10% of the explosions didn't detonate because of a wiring issue. It's like a re- uh, an episode of The Roadrunner. Well, they said it, it might is. still collapse at any point, which begs the question. I'm not a demolition guy. I don't know how this works. How do you do it now? Because you can't send people in there now, right? I wouldn't think so. There's just a bunch of steel beams that are still... They could just go in with a wrecking ball and hit those beams out. It's old-fashioned time <laughs> to tear it down. Fire a rocket at them. Ooh, that'd be good. Fire a rocket. Oh, hey, we could just say uh, if Kim Jong wants to uh, test <laughs> his missiles, over. there you go. Send her at Detroit. Well, you can blow that up if you Detroit want. Anyway. Aim them at Detroit. That's nice. <laughs> we will be right back more with Kostaki and football. Picks. <laughs> Not really football picks. It's more like yeah. quick snaps and ripping the hell out of football. It was like, have you yeah. forgotten that it's called quick snaps? No. <laughs> football <laughs> picks. Never mind. They're picking on me today, Kostaki. <laughs> they sure stop. are. It's I'm just, glad I'm here for this. You know, <laughs> thank you. We'll be right back, Comrade. <laughs> There 
you go. By request, Marshmallow World for your Christmas song. Kostaki, Andy just came up with a theory. What's that? The reason the Pontiac Silverdome did not go down is because all the wiring was copper and meth heads stole it. (laughs) (laughs) Because what happened is 10% of the explosive didn't go off because of a wiring issue. I wonder if that issue is that the wiring wasn't there. (laughs) They just stole stole all the copper. Because it's just basically loose uh, cables of copper sitting there. They're not even in the walls or anything, so... Some junkie could just go in there and clip them off and steal them. It begs another question. What neighborhood do you live in? Yeah. <laughs> well, there is that. I think pretty much any city, you can't leave copper wire. Oh, oh copper. We, we were at dinner uh, this summer at this yeah. place, and we were like, ah, it seems so hot in here. What's going on? And they said, some people stole a lot of the copper out of our air conditioner. While we were there, they yeah. stole it out of the Kitty. air conditioner. They stole the uh, oh copper, God. the exchangers really? in the AC. And this is in a nice area in Minneapolis. I don't yeah. even know how this works. And then you take that where? You, you take it to a scrapyard. The scrapyards? There's 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 places like a couple blocks away that you can go and sell your copper. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Any sort of uh, smeltery or foundry or any place like that, they'll buy your copper for scrap nice. price. And it's... Actually, and, and not no questions too bad. asked. Apparently, yeah, yeah. exactly. They don't it's care. Probably an easier way to get rid of your pennies than to yeah. them around <laughs> your wallet. And to spend them. Pennies are mostly zinc. <laughs> well, Andy just ruined that he one just for you there, Kostaki. Pooped all over your joke. <laughs> but well, it's funny, except they're zinc. <laughs> they're an easy way to get uh, metallic zinc, which is actually pretty uncommon. So if you want to make some bronze, there you go. See, now you're talking. Thank you for that information. If your centurions are low on armor and you need some bronze. <laughs> now let's get back to the real world. And <laughs> it's the Andy and I should do a segment called A Nerd Unwinds Comedy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly right. Andy and Kostaki. Actually, that's not true because... Uh, <laughs> oh, here you go. Copper's at a uh, year-long high. <laughs> He's not going to let it go, Kostaki. He's not going to let it go. Three bucks a pound. I love it. So, hey, you steal, you know, 50 pounds worth of copper. That's 150 bucks. Oh, that's so (laughs) sad. Now we're doing an ad for this horrible crime. Yes, exactly. So, uh, much lighter on the crime scale, Gronk uh, is getting criticized for a cheap shot. He laid into a guy after the play was over. They asked him about the cheap shot. He said, like, pop-off vodka? No, no. (laughs) Is Is he a jerk? I don't know. Kinda Hard to tell from like a distance. Kind of seems like it. He's hmm. definitely a man boy. Oh, he's definitely a man boy. Man. Speaking uh, of man boys, how about that temper tantrum by Tom Brady? Yes, I oh. enjoyed that, right? <laughs> I didn't see that. Oh, We were driving. Oh. Seeing Tom Brady upset is one of my hobbies. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> what was he whining about? Him and uh, the offensive coordinator, Daniels, were getting into it. I don't know if it was a play call came, or what. He came off the field, and it looked like Daniels said, you had a guy open, you know, and <laughs> Tom just screamed at him for, like, several beats. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Did they lose? No, they uh, won. They won anyway. So they won handily like they do. Like they do. It's all like true. they do. Yeah, so, and uh, Belichick apologized for the Gronk hit, which is going to cost him points at the Satan Little Helper roundtable. <laughs> 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 That's it for you. They asked uh, Gronk about the late hit. He pulled out flowers, condoms, and lube because he's never met a problem that couldn't be solved by one of those. <laughs> he's a very simple man. So, but, uh, Coach McAdoo fired this morning. Oh, I didn't know that. Giants coach fired. Ooh. He said he was going to coach as long as his key card works, and I guess someone brought in a magnet today. <laughs> <laughs> 
Goodbye. <laughs> so at any point, if there was a key glitch, he wouldn't even check it at the desk or anything. He would just shrug and pick up a bottle of Jack and some hair goo and go home. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going in, apparently. <laughs> That's that. <laughs> Eli Manning said he plans to play in 2018. Well, he planned to play Sunday, too. You don't always get what you want. <laughs> Uh, it's been almost 5,000 days since a different quarterback started for the Giants. Uh, and in that time, the Browns have had almost 5,000 quarterbacks. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's probably true, actually. <laughs> this kid, uh, this chief kid, Marcus Peters, uh, lost his mind and threw one of the flags into the stands. He got flagged for throwing a flag, which is like being arrested for resisting arrest. That's correct. <laughs> that's exactly right. So the the ref throws the flag. He picks up the flag, throws the flag. Then the ref throws the hat because he doesn't have a flag, right? <laughs> oh God! That's when you got to double down and throw the hat in the stands. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been funny. Actually. Now it's like a strip poker game with the ref, right? He throws a shoe, you throw that in the stands. That uh, would have been funny. Yeah, that would have been. That. You really commit, right? How do you go from starting the season five and zero to where the Chiefs are now? I, I mean, know. Ask the Vikings last year. Yeah. Or the Falcons the year before. Or the Falcons the year before, exactly. Right. Or my fantasy team this year. <laughs> Got a tank, does it? Yeah. Girly Gone Wild had a bad run there. <laughs> <laughs> so the kid who caught the flag in the stands was so excited. You know he's going to throw it on his girlfriend at some point, right? She says something questionable. It's a questionable flag. I, I actually think in the current work environment, women, all women should get flags for the office. <laughs> Especially if they work at NPR. I like that. That's right. Or NBC. NPR. Or NBC, for that or matter. CBS or anywhere. Really? Lake Wobegon? There's grab ass at Lake Wobegon? That's oh, so I guess it was rampant. Now they're saying, well, it was only one woman and I touched her back. Yeah, that's why you got the hook for touching someone's back. He was consoling her, too. Yeah, we believe that. <laughs> You know what they're doing in Minneapolis? Because a lot of people don't like him because he's a jerk. He's an un, unbearable, arrogant jerk. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, but a lot of people have T-shirts now that say, he be gone. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Woe be gone to he be gone. Well, he had, he had it coming. Yeah, I guess so. He really there's did. A, there's a real reckoning happening right now. Well, and it's all of you liberals. Oh, is it? <laughs> he goes, well, there's the president, but other than that. <laughs> other than him. This, uh, this does seem to be something that transcends partisanship, right? This yes. is on all sides. Oh, of it's the... just disgusting. It really is. It's disgusting. So, you, what, you can't get a date? Yeah, it doesn't even... I've been trying to get my head around this for months now. I don't understand the... I guess I've never been in a position of power <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing. It doesn't really fit your personality, though, either. It tends to be very, very arrogant men. That per- that person is the kind of person who tries to get that much power, though. Right. Yeah, it's right. kind it's, of a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, yeah it's it like a narcissistic kind of thing. But the whole point of being with somebody is that there's this sort of chemistry and give and take. And right. If, it, if it's forced on... I don't, I, don't, I don't even understand the appeal of that, even from a selfish point of view. It's, it's a weird power problem. It's, it's just, so weird. Yeah. Well, an even more emotionally removed version of that would be strip clubs, which are super huge. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, are. like, if you don't understand strip clubs, then you're not going to understand that kind of thing either. Kostaki? Well... <laughs> <laughs> I at least understand the premise of the strip club because they, you the wander premise. around in life like, I wonder what she looks like naked. I wonder what she, and then you get to go into this weird place where you find out the answer to those questions. 
So I see, I see the appeal of that. So wait, are we the weird place? Are we talking about strip clubs or hotel rooms? <laughs> yeah, what's the deal here? But oh wait, no. In hotel rooms, they find out what you look like. <laughs> I have a but question. I, I mean, but I, again, this is a very slippery slope. But I, in my <laughs> personal opinion, a financial transaction at least is is doesn't have a moral a morally yucky thing about it for my, for me. Because you're both parties are in on the deal and we're yeah. making this trade and it's a little bit skeevy, but yeah. there's not a moral question about it. But being in power and yes. using power to coerce somebody to do something sexually that they wouldn't otherwise do is really terrible. I mean, for me, I mean, those are different no, categories. I think, of I think that's what I the country right. is saying right now. I think everyone agrees with that. It's like right. it's time for this to stop. And I, the biggest surprise to me is not that it happened ever, because I assumed there no. were, you know, a yep. small handful of jerks in the world. But I had no idea how many there were. Well, in a world of seven billion people, you have to expect at least a couple hundred thousand. Can you imagine if this is going on in America, how women are treated in some of these? coal countries. That's a great point. Well, oh, I mean, I God. think I think in a lot of countries, right. you know, women are there to have sex with, and men are there to kill for their money, and that's basically humanity. There you go. Fun. It's a happy day. There's a Christmas thought. <laughs> hey, we'll kick, kick off the Christmas season. With I don't men. think there's. I'm a trying to candy. tell goddamn football jokes. <laughs> Andy's talking about death and murder. Yeah, as usual. It's all wow. Wow. <laughs> well, hey, those places don't have football. No, I don't think that's true. a coincidence. <laughs> well, I think what threw Andy off there is the fact that you didn't know what a naked woman looked like, and you've been married like 16 times. Uh. So, you know, that might have something to do with it. I'm not sure. No, I'm saying theoretically. No I, no, I know what you're saying. I, uh, I, I don't understand it either. It's really, I don't know. <laughs> I think it's. I think we need to keep talking about it because I. Yeah, we again, do. These are relative concepts, but I think of myself. I had a feminist, very strong mother, and my dad mm-hmm. actually was a great feminist. And I think of myself as a fairly thoughtful, like open human being. Do you really? And I had no idea the level of sort of, you know, male schmuckiness that was going I, on I, around me. But I don't think most of us did understand that it was that deep. Seated. Well, half of us are women, and they seem to all know. <laughs> yeah, they all know because Which they all. Which is get... amazing to me that I didn't know. So I'm learning. I literally have talked to every every single woman I've talked to, except for Alex, has been groped. Right. I was groped once by a woman. And she was groped by a woman, but not a was man. Was she a authority figure? No, she was a random lesbian at the gay nineties. Oh well, well you if you're gonna be at the gate night, yeah, that's yeah, it's kind of different. Well, you don't deserve to be groped at the no. gay nineties either. No, Isn't that don't. why people go to the gay nineties? Not to be groped. When I was just well, as yeah. pissed off as if it would have been a man too. It's yeah. like idea. you touch me. No. What are you doing? No, I you don't get that. to do that. No. Tell me some more funny football jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's been over a thousand days since Josh Gordon played an NFL game, and in that really? game he was catching passes from Johnny Manziel. How about that? That is unbelievable. You remember when Josh Gordon and Johnny Manziel were some of our most scandalous public figures? <laughs> yeah, remember that? That was before Matt Lauer stepped in. Right, <laughs> things were so easy then. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Matt Stafford injured his throwing hand. Oh, God. X-rays were negative. That's a weird usage. Like, when things are okay, they say the X-rays are negative. Mm-hmm. That's right. Has that confusion ever led to a heart attack? That's <laughs> 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 right. The good news is your X-rays are negative. The bad news is, hey, wait, what happened? What? Oh, you, 
You misunderstood. You seem to be having a coronary. You positively had a heart attack. Very bad news. The NFC is up for grabs right now. Hands to yourself, Matt Lauer. Uh, <laughs> you too, Al Franken. You're t- Charlie Rose. (laughs) (laughs) Long list. Frank Gore jumped to Jerome Bettis and Ladanian Tomlinson for fifth on the all-time rushing list. He jumped a bus and an LT. A bus and an evil. Very good. (laughs) He jumped a bus. He did jump a bus. That's going way back. If I know anything about history, Gore will win the popular vote for the Hall of Fame, but lose in the Electoral College. <laughs> oh, God. It's okay, Gore. Okay. Come on. Okay. Yes, it is Gore. You're it's absolutely Gore right. Gore comedy. Gore comedy. Dolphins up 33-9 to with 10 minutes left, and they kicked an onside kick. <laughs> the most surprising thing, the Dolphins had 33 points. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. They've not been good. No. Uh, Tariq Cohen ran backwards for 15 yards in hopes of turning it all around eventually, which I think was the Browns draft strategy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you could, yeah, don't do that if you're playing. Oh, never mind. It's not going to do me any good to pontificate. It's not going to do any good. Never mind. It's good to be Jimmy Garoppolo. He got the win in his first start. He's rich and famous and athletic and good-looking, and now he's going to get a tax cut, right? Yeah, that's, that's right. His name's going to get harder to spell, though, because playing for the Niners, he's going to get a lot more L's. <laughs> oh, man, that's huh? cold. It's true, but it's cold. Bit of a stretch. <laughs> no, not a stretch at all, because they lose their ass. Anyway. Um, all right, let's close on this one. The Saints beat the Panthers, which is weird because the Christians had a terrible record against the Lions. <laughs> oh, God, now that's a stretch. If we're going to go stretchy. That's just a Falcon fan You know, like my retro upset. references. Exactly. Go all the way back to the Christians and the Lions. The Christians and the Lions, no doubt about <laughs> oh, you're it. you're Greek. <laughs> so, the Vikings are for real, I think. It would appear to be so. They, they're going to have a tough time winning on Sunday because winning that many games on the road, but it just doesn't seem like they care if it's on the road or not. doesn't matter. They've won so many in a row. Where, where are they going this week? They're going to Panthers. Yep. Oh, please beat them. <laughs> that would help. That the would least help. you could do after beating me, after will, beating my team. We'll get it done for you. We'll take care of it. All right. Thank you. Thank you, sir. I like the new longer format because then we can just really ridicule each other. <laughs> ramble and yeah, ramble. pile on Tom for a while. Pile on Tom and just that beat me to a fall. That was the most fun. That was my favorite part. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you next Thanks, week. Thanks, guys. Thanks a lot. Kostaki Economopolis, quick snaps. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard Show.